Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for education educational and entertainment purposes only and now your host of dr health radio the snowman himself david snow are you chewing your breakfast this morning listen to this chewing uses a surprising amount of energy in fact chewing can increase bodily energy expenditure by up to 15 percent how about that this from the university of manchester in the uk they measured energy in 21 people between the ages of 18 and 45 as they chewed gum for 15 minutes. Gum was tasteless, calorie-free, and odorless, and uh, each participant was asked to chew two types of gum, one soft and the other stiff, so they could compare the effects on the uh, energy use of the volunteers. And the researchers found that chewing the soft gum elevated energy expenditure by about 10%, while chewing the stiffer gum increased it by 15%. Now, the findings suggest that energy expenditure needed to chew may also explain why we develop strong teeth and jaws for the action, as any amount of energy lost while chewing food makes the meal less efficient, uh, you know, as far as a source of energy, right? Because um, <laughs> you're burning up all the calories. Uh, that's, uh, that reminds me of, uh, I always used to say that celery has... Uh, Negative calories because uh, it takes so much energy to chew and it's uh, only, what, 5 or 10 calories per stock of celery. Uh, So you actually uh, burn more calories than you're consuming. Anyway, welcome to the Healthiest Hour on Radio. It's the snowman with you, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time here on the program. And we thank you so very much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. Today on the show, health expert Nate Jones joins us talking about how to stay safe, staying safe during the cold and flu season at this time of the year. It's so important. Nobody wants to spoil their holidays by being ill and uh, being under the weather. You want to enjoy the cool winter weather at this time of the year and, uh, of course, enjoying it with your family, friends, and work associates or whoever you're spending time with. Uh, This is a time to really shine when it comes to uh, socializing with our fellow human beings. So you want to be as, oops, plugged, unplugged my microphone. There, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I can hear myself talk now. Uh, anyway, you want to um, definitely be healthy at this time of the year because there's so many health challenges that we face when we, um, when we encounter the winter months because we're in indoors more often or um, more hours of the day indoors and uh, uh, there's more bugs going around, and uh, so you want to uh, avoid any kind of bacterial or viral infections, COVID aside, well, especially COVID, but uh, there's a lot of other infections that you can contract um, by um, with other people or uh, animals and, and other uh, living things. So uh, we'll tell you how to avoid that with uh, Nate Jones, our guest, in just a few minutes. Hey, do you have eyes on those fries? <laughs> Do you want fries with that, as the liner goes? Uh, Do you know that the average American eats 29 pounds of French fries every year? That is astounding. I mean, people like me that eat zero, uh, that means there's people out there eating 30 or 40 pounds of French fries every year, 50 pounds. McDonald's alone, in fact, uh, they, um, they sell, what is it, 9 million pounds of fries globally every day. So, um it's uh, not a good food to consume on a regular basis. Once in a while, it's okay, but, you know, just don't make it a habit. And, uh, so, you know, French fries are so addicting that it's hard not to make it a habit. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about the history of fries. Um, it, uh, it was actually coined by American soldiers during World War I who dubbed them French because uh, they actually discovered them in southern Belgium uh, where villagers fried sliced potatoes instead of fish when the river Meuse froze over. But they called them French since that was the predominant language spoken there in Belgium. So the name stuck. 
and the rest is history, as they say. And getting back to McDonald's, did you know they add natural beef flavor to their um, vegetable oil, the oil they use to fry their fries with? So here's my advice. Lose the extra fries in favor of exercise. I mean, talk about bad fats. French fries are one of the worst fried foods you can eat. Air frying, you know, if you're going to eat uh, sliced potatoes, air frying's better, but you're still subjecting the starch to high heat, which produces ages, and that ages you because the advanced glycation end products, the acronym for ages, um, or ages is the acronym for that uh, compound, uh, that has an effect on aging you faster, especially your skin, but also, well, every cell in your body, so not a good thing. Okay. Get off my soapbox here. <laughs> and let's uh, go from physical health to uh, mental health. Which body move boosts confidence the most? Shaking your head. Well, if you shake your head, your mind will follow. This from Ohio State University psychologists. They have found that body language influences not only the people around you. Nods and smiles can build or, or break down your own self-confidence. How about that? Uh, you want to um, nod your head in affirmation if you're uh, <laughs> if you're agreeing with yourself, and uh, they say that uh, grin while setting goals. Thoughts have greater impact if you smile while thinking them. So you want to ha- harness the power of happiness, right? All right. Okay. Elsewhere in the news, we did a show recently on breast cancer. Well, the silver lining there is that uh, early stage breast cancer. Survivors of it are 34% less likely to be hospitalized for a heart attack. That's from the University of Chicago study of 29,000 women. Uh, The the reason is higher levels, or natural higher levels of uh, estrogen, and uh, also if they're taking the anti-drug, anti-cancer drug tamoxifen. Uh, So, you know, just keep in mind that heart disease, as we talked about it with our guest expert recently, it kills what, nine times more American women than breast cancer. So uh, breast cancer still uh, uh, one of the leading killers of women, but uh, nothing compared to heart disease. All right, uh, let's see. Oh, here's a hairy situation. I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? Answer, a barber, right? He's shaving other men's beards. His stays the same, but yet he shaves every day. He he shaves other people, not himself. All right, a better ER visit if you're a senior. What if you're elderly and have to go to the ER? Well, a new trend in ERs is geriatric ERs. They're uh, springing up all across the U.S. Uh, Over 100 of them already um, are are in existence, and um, these facilities are staffed by doctors and nurses who are basically trained in geriatric emergency care. So they handle problems that are more common in older adults, things like um, over-medication or uh, medication errors, uh, confusion, you know, cognitive function or uh, dysfunction, uh, things like that. So uh, you can find one by searching online by going under geriatric ED, uh, excuse me, ER, or uh, senior uh, senior-friendly ER. Hey, what did the bashful and um, shy pebble say? I wish I were a little bolder. Okay, let's uh, stay. You know, I, <laughs> that's what I like to say. I'm not getting older, I'm getting bolder. All right, uh, moving on, since November is American Diabetes Month, here's a few ways to fight diabetes or uh, prevent it or mitigate the uh, symptoms if you already have it. Getting more vitamin C. This was a European study. They found that people with the most vitamin C in their bodies had the lowest incidence of diabetes. So another good reason to eat your fruits and vegetables. And, of course, if you take supplements, uh, Natural Factors has a variety of vitamin C supplements, uh, some with bioflavonoids and rose hips. Others are chewable, and they have a whole selection available at your nearest natural food store, naturalfactors.com, if you want more information there. Sprinkling on the spice, researchers from the University of Georgia tested 24 common herbs and spices and discovered that antioxidants, uh, the antioxidants in the herbs and spices, 
help prevent inflammation associated with diabetes. And the top of the list, cloves, and you may have heard of cinnamon. A lot of uh, diabetic, uh, diabetic patients and uh, those with diabetes um, uh, do use cinnamon, and there are preparations out there, actually, that are cinnamon concentrates. Otherwise, you can just use a half a teaspoon to one teaspoon, I believe. Um, uh, that's kind of the range of of the uh, dose that you're, um, uh, if you want to uh, use just the, the cinnamon powder. All right, also eating some brown rice. A compound in rice helps grow or uh, helps um, reduce nerve and blood vessel damage from diabetes. This according to the Medical College of Georgia. Uh, they say to soak the dry rice in water overnight, which kind of awakens this compound in the brown rice. So um, brown rice a good whole grain to consume if you do have diabetes or want to prevent it. The trouble with tilapia, you know, we, uh, well, uh, for those of you, um, in case you're a new listener, I'm, I'm originally, you know, I grew up in Hawaii. Now I live in Florida, uh, but uh, spent most of my life in Hawaii. And growing up there, we used to uh, fish for, t- uh, well, fish for fish, but most of the time we'd catch tilapia. I, I lived in Kailua, the windward side of Oahu, and um, we'd, there's the canals and the enchanted lakes where I, I live near. Anyway, we'd we'd throw, <laughs> you could throw grass clippings or pretty much put anything at the end of a hook and the tilapia would, would um, bite, and uh, we just caught them for fun. We never ate them, and it was like a throwaway fish. Now you see it in Fancy high high end gourmet restaurants at uh, you know forty dollars a plate or something, but the problem is, and I've, we've covered it before, uh, this white fish is low in anti inflammatory omega three fats, which is why most people eat fish for health benefits, but it's high in the pro um, pro inflammatory omega sixes, um, uh, other fatty acids that you don't want. Uh, this from uh, Wake Forest University. And so for those of you that have maybe heart disease or asthma or allergic or autoimmune diseases, you want to, um, you know, that are linked to inflammation, you want to avoid tilapia. Go for the wild salmon or tuna or something that's rich in omega-3s, all right? Okay, let's see how we're doing on time. Uh, Oh, boy, we're um, up against the clock here. So let me just go through a few other articles, and we'll get on to the fitness file and Funny Bone Pharmacy if we have time. Uh, let's see, medical road rage, um, making kids fail. Uh, let me save those articles. Let's go, where is the um, fitness file here? I have it somewhere. Here we go. All right, uh, getting physical with most American women. Their body parts, the ones that give them problems, well, American women want advice on how to fix a problem area of their bodies, according to a survey. What are the top trouble spots? Number one on the list, you probably guessed it, their stomach. 67% of you women want help in that area of the body. Uh, you know, you, you want abs of steel instead of abs of cinnamon, right? <laughs> uh, number Coming in at number two, thighs. Uh, you know, sometimes they're called thunder thighs. Uh, number um, three on the list, arms, and then butt is number five at, or uh, four. At only five percent of uh, of you um, wanting help in that uh, rear area of your body. All right, lighting up your night workout. You know, uh, as the days get shorter on the horizon, that means that many of you are going to be biking or walking or running in the dark. So you want to stay safe. Just a tip for you uh, to uh, wear reflective gear at night. Uh, there's a variety of sporting goods companies that have everything from jackets to uh, shoes. I know, well, a lot of shoes now have uh, reflective strips. And um, this one, let's see, New Balance has a 360-degree re- reflectivity um, and uh, other brands as well. So just make sure you wear reflective light color clothes, okay? All right, and finally, the Funny Bone Pharmacy. Let's go to that. Um, Medical mispronunciations, gallbladder. <laughs> That's in the patient going in for a gallbladder problem and say, oh, yeah, doc, I, I have a gold gallbladder pain or problem. <laughs> How about uh, Cadillac? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I got, I had a operation on on my Cadillac, which of course should be cataract. And uh, all right, and then uh, phobias nurses can't have leukophobia, fear of the color white, as in the white coat of the doctors. Uh, hemophobia, fear of blood, which uh, I can faint at the, I have fainted at the sight of blood, which is why I never became a doctor. Uh, iatrophobia, fear of doctors. Yeah, a nurse definitely can't have that phobia. And uh, decidophobia, fear of making decisions. I do not have that, so I'm going to make a decision that we go to a brief break, and we'll be back with guest expert Nate Jones talking about how to minimize your risk of colds and flu this winter season. Back after this here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. Don't go anywhere. If you want to stay healthy, I'm David Snow, and this is Dr. Health Radio. pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Aged Garlic Extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Immune Formula 103. Try Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Is getting a good night's sleep a challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones. Tranquil Sleep can help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep sounder, and wake up refreshed, all without feeling drowsy in the morning. The key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep. It's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation, regeneration, and recuperation that sleep provides. Even if you think you get a good night's sleep, give Tranquil Sleep a try. You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com. Bringing you the next generation of health information. This is your health information station. If you're listening to us in the morning on Saturday or in the evening, 12 hours from the morning show. And uh, we are the healthiest hour on radio. David Snow with you. Your happy, humble health stylist host here to keep you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time. And if you miss any part of the show or just want to get a double dose of good health information, uh, you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, healthradio.com. In this hour of the program, Nate Jones is my guest. Uh, He has um, been, well, let me, before we bring on the guest, uh, here's a fascinating flu fact for you, since this is, uh, we're getting into flu and cold season. The word influenza is derived from the Latin word influentia, meaning influence of the stars, presumably an evil influence. Uh, that's because before modern medicine, astrology was actually part of uh, the practice of healing and practice of ancient medicine. Well, our guest has been positively influencing the nation's oral and respiratory health over the last 20 years. Uh, and uh, by the way, his physician father has been doing it for longer than that even. And we'd like to welcome him, Nate Jones, 
uh, to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning because he is the uh, CEO of CLEAR, that's X-L-E-A-R, the global leader in creating safe and effective xylitol-based sinus and oral care products that are also natural and easy to use. I use them all the time uh, in supporting your healthy lifestyle and especially during the holidays. So we'd like to welcome him to the program. Good morning, Nate. How the health are you? I'm doing phenomenal, actually. Doing great. Good, good. Thanks. Glad to now, be here. now everyone, yeah, I'm I'm having problems with my um, headphones here. It's a just uh, anyway. Bear with me here. Uh, now that everyone is more aware of the uh, the importance of nasal and oral and respiratory health in general because of the pandemic, where are we now? Two and a half years later, with oral health after we first encountered this COVID virus, uh, you've done more research than anybody I know on this. Well, we haven't done it. When you say oral health, we have not done any research on oral health because there's already a bunch of people out there doing it. I mean, there have been a number of papers that have been published in the, in the medical literature and the dental literature, um, you know, with regards to the pandemic, with regards to COVID and oral health. And I mean, what they showed in these things is that people that had periodontal disease were eight times more likely to be hospitalized and die from COVID and people who had been people who did not have periodontal disease. Wow, let's let's and, repeat and, that. Let's repeat that to the audience. Say that again. Well, so the, there, there's papers out there, and you can just Google them. Um, periodontal disease and COVID, I guess. I don't know what you would Google, but they have papers that were published, and these were published in 2000. I'm, I'm early on. I want to say I don't know the exact date. Right. But what they showed is that people that had periodontal disease were were eight times more likely, if they contracted COVID, they were eight times more likely to be hospitalized and die. Wow, that is... And, and, and the science behind that, the understanding behind that is, is incredibly simple because we know, and we've known for decades, that there's a lot of systemic diseases, systemic issues that have their origins in the mouth, that have their origins in the oral cavity. And the reason why that is is because, I mean, let's face it, most of the things that come into our body are coming in through our nose and our mouth. They are the two major gateways for stuff to enter our body. Sure, sure. And and yet, okay. uh, does the medical profession, I mean, they, they must know this. I mean, they obviously do. But it doesn't seem like it's getting into the PSAs, the public service announcements, and the uh, uh, well, governmental... That is, a, that is a complete breakdown of our public health. Because the physicians... On a, on a local level, I think they know it and I think they understand it. But when you start talking about people in the, in the ivory towers of public health, the question is, do they understand it? And, and I'm just going to flat out say, I don't think they even get it. These are, these are people who haven't seen patients in decades, if they've ever seen patients at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet they're out there. I mean, I'll go back to the whole thing with, with ivermectin. I don't know how it works. I'm not going to get into the argument. But what I do understand and what I do know is that you've got thousands of physicians that are treating patients with it, saying that it's helping their patients. And I trust those thousands of physicians more than I trust our public health officials. Right. And we've just had an election. Of course, both public part, uh, both political parties, rather, um, you know, they're, they're all over the map as far as treatments and protocols and restrictions and, and mandates and uh, preventive measures, et cetera. So we, we, want, we don't want they're to get into that. Yeah, they're, it's all over the, the map. But uh, we, we will say that um, there's no consensus, uh, even though, you know, mass media might say there's a consensus one way or the other. Uh, but uh, I think everybody, each individual has to arrive at their own decision regarding oral health and uh, the preventative measures or, um, well, I think, corrective I think measures everybody needs to take. arrive at yeah. their own decision with, for all of their health Yes, it, exactly. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, so you know? true. But, yeah. but so, so to go back to that, the reason why so many systemic diseases have their genesis, have their origins in the mouth, and a, and a healthy mouth provides a, a better barrier. A mouth that has periodontal disease that's inflamed does not. And maybe I've used this example before, but... You know, when you think of inflammation in the mouth, because periodontal disease is really just inflammation in the mouth, okay? There could be a bunch of different reasons for it, but it really boils down to it's 
that you have inflammation. Mm-hmm. And right. when you have inflammation in your mouth or in your airway, your nose, which is, of course, the biggest um, entryway, gateway microbiome, gateway for stuff to get into your body, um, when you have inflammation there, the way that I describe that is if you take a bunch of beach balls, okay, big beach balls, and if you blow them up all the way full, they're like three feet across, huge beach balls, and you fill them up so that they're two-thirds of the way full, halfway full, uh-huh. and you put them in a, in, a, in a line, you can actually make a, semi, a fairly impermeable membrane with those. Uh-huh. You can push them all down there and squish them so they all fold together and they mold, and as long as you can hold them in that, in that wall, you can spray them with a garden hose and not much water gets through. Okay. But yet if you fill those beach balls all the way full, so they're completely inflamed. Oh, right. Okay. What you have, you can take a garden hose and you can stand on the other side and whoever's standing on the other side is going to get wet because you have huge gaping holes. Hmm. And those huge gaping holes are where all the bacteria and the viruses get through. So it's just common sense that if you have periodontitis, you're more likely to be getting sick. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. Because bacteria and viruses go straight through the tissue right into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which is why smoking's so popular versus, you know, eating tobacco or, you know, and some people, uh, of course, smoke marijuana, which we're not going there either way, but... But that, by smoking something, you get it to the brain and to the nervous system within seconds versus taking it orally or, you know, eating it uh, and, and waiting it for it, to, for it to be absorbed into the, in the uh, gastrointestinal tract. And so it's the same with uh, viruses and bacteria. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that, I mean, your body has some defenses against uh, invading organisms. Well, most, most bacteria and viruses, yeah. If you get it into your gut, they're going to be destroyed in your stomach acid. Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, assuming you have enough stomach acid, which a lot of elderly people don't because yeah. you only have as 50th percent as much at age 60 as you had at 16, but that's another program. Anyway, getting back to the inflamed beach balls or, or that analogy you used, that's a, that's a good one that I want people to remember. Uh, we need to uh, take a brief break at the bottom of the hour Nate, and I have many more questions for you on oral and respiratory health, on staying healthy through the cold and flu season. Uh, We'll be back with much more information by our guest expert, uh, since most respiratory viruses are contracted via the nasal membranes. uh, It's important to have good nasal hygiene, which we'll get into in detail after these this brief message. Also, basic hygiene, hand washing. You know, <laughs> the one reason for hand washing is because we touch our face and nose so much, and that prevents the the uh, introduction of bacteria in the nose. But we'll talk about that as well, and what the medical communities, what their opinion is of xylitol uh, for an anti-infective agent. Back after this, with much more information for your good health. So don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Doctor Health Radio returns right after this. Curcumin-rich theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin, the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. 
You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Do you know there is a silent killer living among us? High blood pressure. It affects nearly one in three Americans and is a primary risk factor for stroke and heart attack. The CDC estimates that almost 20% of those with high blood pressure don't even know they have it. That's not surprising since high blood pressure or hypertension is often symptomless. Research studies have shown that a daily dose of aged garlic extract can safely and effectively help to reduce blood pressure, as well as benefiting a number of other cardiovascular risk factors. And the most researched and highly respected aged garlic extract is all-natural Kyolic aged garlic extract. Odorless and organically grown, Kyolic aged garlic extract has been clinically tested to support blood pressure and cardiovascular health. So, along with getting your blood pressure checked regularly, get Kyolic Formula 109 for blood pressure and cardiovascular support today. Available at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, GNC, and fine health food stores everywhere. Snow, 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 snow. It is David Snow on your radio, 82% new. Information, that is, and 18% review, and it's all good for you. Welcome back to the program. Uh, In case you're just joining us, we're talking to health expert Nate Jones, whose father is a physician, and uh, his father uh, really pioneered the use of xylitol, which is um, a compound, a naturally occurring compound. Uh, It's found in birch and uh, certain berries and other foods. And um, it it has an anti-adherence effect on bacteria, or if you expose the bacteria to this xylitol compound, uh, it prevents bacteria from adhering to certain linings of the um, of the human tissue. So get, let's get into that in more detail, Nate, because a lot of people don't know the mechanism or the principal action of how xylitol works in the body, as well as in the oral cavity, which helps to prevent um, cavities and uh, and improve your oral health? Well, those are two different mechanisms of actions. And one of them in the mouth, which is what we have known for, for decades, is that xylitol, because it looks like a normal six-carbon sugar, which is what, you know, sucrose, glucose, fructose, sorbitol, mannitol, maltitol, um, but those are the sugars that we're most familiar with because that's what's in our standard American, our fat diet. And, you know, those are the ones we're eating. And those are the ones that the bacteria in our mouth are eating and they break that down and they make those six carbon sugars into acid. That's what strep mutans does. That acid dissolves your enamel. That's how you get tooth decay. And it was in the late sixties when they read that the, the, the kids who would, I mean, there's a whole story behind it. I'm trying to make it short, but, but there was a whole, there was a study that came out in 1969 that showed that kids who use xylitol gum got less plaque on their mouth. Then they did some more studies, and they showed that kids who use xylitol gum stopped getting tooth decay. And there have been thousands of studies since then showing it, but what the method of action there is, because it's bacteria and they actually eat, they metabolize these, these six-carbon sugars, the bacteria are actually eating the xylitol, but because it's a five-carbon sugar, they can't metabolize it. So they think it's a food source, but they can't eat it. So they, they bring it into their tissue and they, and they try to, and it kind of just gums up their metabolic pathways. In the long run, they end up starving to death. Ah. It doesn't actively kill them, so it's not considered an antibiotic. But it does gum up their metabolic pathways, and it makes it so that they die from starvation. And there's no risk but, of uh, building up a resistance like antibiotics if you were taking antibiotics for this, uh, a similar reason. We, we have not seen that, because okay. even, to the, even when they're starving to death, the bacteria are still continuing to eat it because they still perceive it as a food source. Ah, that's interesting. Now, uh, let's... So, but, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but the, the second method of action, which is one we just, we just started looking at in the last couple of decades, was so the, 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 how the bacteria eat it. We've known about that since before I was born, which is 50 years ago. Um, the, the how it blocks bacterial adhesion, the first study on that was published in 1998, and that's what made my dad think, hey... If it blocks bacterial adhesion and kids that chew gum with xylitol get 42% fewer ear infections, upper respiratory infections, why are we not just spraying it up their nose? Because that's where all these infections start. Mm-hmm. 
So right. he started doing this, and he had phenomenal results. Wow. And so we started the company. We started selling it. We started growing it. But we never actually thought about viruses and how it would block viral adhesion until you know, the pandemic of the last three years. And, and has research gone on on xylitol with, uh, as an antiviral agent at all? We have done studies. There have been studies done at the University of Tennessee, University of Geneva in Switzerland, University of, or Northwestern University. There have been studies done at Utah State University, all of them showing that xylitol blocks adhesion of not just the SARS-CoV-2 virus, but of also the, the RSV, H1N1, um, and a couple of other ones, but it does nothing for the, uh, the rhinovirus. It does nothing for adenovirus. So there's some kind of a mechanism that we're trying to figure out what that mechanism is, that these sugars, these non-hexose, these non-6-carbon sugars, different sugars are blocking different viruses. And there's a whole world of possibility right there uh-huh. as we start looking into that. Wow, that is interesting. It's kind of like probiotics where they're finding certain strains of probiotics have certain properties in the body, uh, whether it's weight loss or improving digestion or elimination, um, things like that. So so it's it's becoming a science in itself, isn't it? it and we're excited about it. Um, you know, there's the study right here in front of me, so I can't tell you exactly which ones, but, but we did studies with using six carbon, five carbon, four carbon sugars, mm-hmm. and we did it against a wide variety of viruses, and we did it on blocking adhesion in human airway tissue. And, and the results were just, you know, the government, our government is fighting us because they don't want us going out and talking about it and sharing these studies. Um, you know, they've actually sued us over them, and we'll figure out what, they, what happens with that, but until that comes out, um, we can continue to share it. Why? Um, why is that? Is it a threat to certain entities or I, or I, industries? I honestly, well, when you start when you start looking at what the government does and actions that our government does, that's a whole. That takes five hours worth of conversation, and, and even <laughs> in five hours, you're just going to scratch the surface. Right, right. I don't understand uh-huh. because you have the opportunity. I mean, so going back to nasal hygiene, they our our government, our public health, the NIH. The CDC, the CDC, even prior to COVID, on their webpage, their advice for the best way to treat a upper respiratory coronavirus infection was nasal hygiene, washing oh, out the nose. Wow, really interesting, huh? That was, you know, that was because a, a, a large portion of people who have what we call the common cold, the, a lot of those are caused by coronaviruses. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Some are caused by rhinoviruses, you know, it's a catch-all. The CDC, on their website, the best way to treat these, because they didn't have any antivirals at work, nasal irrigation, nasal hygiene. Mm, wow. And when we pointed that out, when they sued us and after that, they took it off of their website. Oh, ho, ho. wow, that's uh, revealing. Okay. Luckily, mm. luckily we, have, we have pictures of it. Oh, yeah. Wow. But Isn't I don't it? understand that, but... You know, uh, well, some of our competitors, Neomed, Navage, some of these other companies out there that are selling nasal, that, that talk about nasal hygiene. Right. Every single one of them have received warning letters from our government telling them not to share these studies. Wow, isn't that, uh, that's, that's very telling. But yet, our government knew because the NIH paid for some of these studies. They were done at Vanderbilt University, and this isn't our product, so I can say anything I want about it. But what they found is they took 60 people over the age of 55, all of them had COVID, 100% of them tested positive and had symptoms. They used nasal irrigation and they had the data from this in June of 2020. And they wouldn't let anybody talk about it. Unbelievable. Wow. That is really something. Uh, My gosh, where do you go from And I mean, and I'm just going to put this out there. I was on oh. an airplane flying to Rome, so I, I didn't get a participate. I did vote. Um, but um, it's, this is not a, a party or a political issue because the study was done and paid for while Trump was president, but yet the government suppressed it while Biden was president. Mm. 
Okay. It's not a party issue. It's not a political issue. It's a, I don't know what, you, I, I don't know. Yeah. A bureaucratic mess inside there ish. All right. Well, um, taking a little um, pause or, or vacation from politics for, for just a minute or two, uh, let's, let's uh, shift gears, Nate, if, if you don't mind, to the importance of hydration. Now, hydration levels in, area, in certain areas of the body, you know, the various bodily tissues and cells that rely on having a, a proper level of hydration, whether it's for sports performance, cognition, disease resistance, blood pressure, I mean, we know that people, you know, one reason that salt is uh, a high-sodium diet is uh, deleterious to high blood pressure is because it um, it affects the hydration levels, you know, it, it, um, which is another program. But, but I'm just um, using that as an example so we can talk about the hydration of the nasal passages, which you have done a lot of um, research on as far as keeping those hydrated. Because as we know, if, if you're in a dry environment— and you don't have that that moist um, uh, mucus. You don't have want to have mucus in your uh, digest or in your nasal passages, but you do want it moist so that well, it's less r- 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 uh, less prone to viruses, right? Well, hang on. You do want to have mucus. Well, yeah, some mucus. right, not not excessive mucus is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, mucus is the whole the whole point of it is is that as you're breathing this air in, and people don't really understand or they don't really think about it because it's it's totally subconscious how much air they breathe in every day Mm -hmm. and it's like you know it's like thirteen thousand liters um you know three thousand gallons and you know what that what that looks like is that looks like a semi-tanker truck you know full of you know one of those big long semi-tanker trucks right full of gasoline and you're breathing you're breathing one of those every day Mm. And when you breathe it in, the whole point of what your nose is designed to do is it's designed to be to have mucus so that it's sticky and it's moist so that as the air goes through there, the air is brought to 50% humidity and all of the pollutants are taken out of it. And if your nose isn't hydrated, if it's dry, then your mucus is going to be in clumps and it's going to be dried up and it's not going to moisturize the air. It's not going to warm the air. It's not going to, you know, do its job. And all of the pollutants and all the crud that you're breathing in goes straight into your lungs. Yeah, so it's like an additional air filter. So let me stop you on, on 50%. Is that the ideal level of humidity we should have uh, in our nasal membranes? Uh, well, in the air that you breathe into your lungs, there was, uh, what's his name, uh, Ad, Adrenabell? I'm trying to remember his name. I have the graph right in my head. I can see the graph, but it's Aradell or something like that. If you go to our webpage, it's there, but it shows how different bacteria, viruses, pollen, all of this stuff, there's a whole, there's a whole sweet spot where some of them decline and right around 45 to 55% humidity oh, interesting. is where it's optimal so that you have fewer of all of these these irritants, pathogens. I mean, because there's all kinds of stuff in here. There's viruses, bacteria. Um, you know, I'll I'll try to I'll try to email it to you, and you can post it on your webpage. Yeah, sure. Because this is stuff that that goes back. I mean, decades. I want to say. I mean, my dad was was looking at it and sharing it, and discussing it with us when we were kids. And there was a paper that came out. I want to say in the last five years, and this just tells you that nothing new ever comes from from. Uh, well, never mind. Uh-huh. Um, but a bunch of doctors at uh, Harvard, I think it was, came out and said, hey, we figured out how to solve these problems in hospitals. We need to keep the air at 50% humidity. Oh, interesting. Well, they already knew that 25 years ago. They just decided not to act on it. Wow. I wonder what the uh, the average hospital humidity is today if you go to your local it's hospital. It's pretty dry. Yeah, that's, what, that's dry. what I remember. I, mean, I haven't been to a hospital in a long time, fortunately, but... But I do remember it, it is on the dry side. So, yeah, that's... Um, hmm. Yeah, anytime you go into an air-conditioned facility, it's usually yeah. pretty dry. Right, unless they have humidifiers. So, yeah, for sure. Hey, um, Nate, can you hang with us? Uh, we just need to take one more break of the hours to keep the lights yeah. on here. So I can keep asking you more questions about respiratory and oral health. Uh, if you're just joining us, hopefully you um, have been listening to us all hour. But if you can't 
Or if you haven't um, been listening to us and tuned in late, you can listen to the rebroadcast 12 hours from right now on the station you're listening to right now. Or you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com, after next Wednesday when we post the show. That's D-O-C-T-O-R healthradio.com. We're talking about staying healthy during the cold and flu season. We'll be back with uh, basic hygiene tips on hand washing. What about neti pots? We'll talk about that as well. And other ways to make sure your nasal passages are clear at this time of the year and (laughs) 365 24-7. Back after this with more information for your good health. I'm David Snow and this is Dr. Health Radio. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Theralac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal-strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of a superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. Theralac, the high-potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation, supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to theralac.com. Since 70% of your immune system is in your guts, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria and their patent protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. David Snow with you. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins, and we appreciate you making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. And here with some information this morning about oral and respiratory health is Nate Jones. And as we were talking about staying healthy during the cold and flu season, you definitely don't want to get ill during the holidays and you don't want anybody around you to get ill either because they might make you ill, uh, especially uh, because everybody's going to be indoors more often and for more hours than they usually are at other times of the year. And with, uh, you know, parties and social events and everything happening uh, at this um, these last uh, weeks of the year, it's very important to stay well and healthy. Uh, we want to, whether you're elderly or a younger person, we want you to uh, be as um, healthy as possible and uh, staying away from, you know, over 60% of uh, visits to doctors are for respiratory illnesses. Isn't that right, Nate? Uh, that's what I, that's one statistic I saw. Over half half the reasons for visits to uh, doctors uh, are for I would, in- infections of the respiratory tract. Well, I, I don't know that I would say infections, but I would say that Ailments. well over 60%, probably closer to 70 um, or even more. Uh, are for respiratory issues. I mean, yes, with right. respiratory issues, you're looking at ear infections, sinus infections, 
asthma, allergies. I mean, asthma is a disease. It's, a, it's just a thing of the lungs, but it starts in the nose. Um, you know, sinusitis. I mean, all of these things are yeah. things that start in the nose. Right, right. And, no. and that's where nasal hygiene comes in. Now, uh, what about, uh, you know, there's a lot of different products on the market, uh, not just the uh, clear nasal spray. And by the way, that's spelled X-L-E-A-R. That's the best nasal spray you can buy for the 100% xylitol that it contains, which has all these um, wonderful health-promoting properties. But there's the neti pots, and there's these uh, power machine-powered or battery-powered, whatever, uh, flushes. And uh, uh, what's your take on, on some of these other things on the market, which are, like, questionable at best? Well, I agree that they're questionable at best, especially when they're pushed by anybody to be used on a regular basis. Um, you know, when you when you sit there and you clean away because these high volume <clears throat> these high volume, low pressure irrigation devices, a neti pot, a rinse bottle, and we have one. And we we tell people to use it only as needed right. or as directed by their physician. It kind of reminds me of uh, you know uh, as a urologist and um uh, OBGYNs and, and other uh, practitioners, they advise against routine vaginal douches. It's it's the same with uh, any douches, you know, whether they're in the nasal cavity or other orifices of the body. I mean, you don't want to use those as a, a routine, you know, daily, weekly, uh, routinely um, using them unnecessarily because uh, they're stripping away the natural flora and, and they can be setting you setting yourself up for uh, for more infection or, or a higher likelihood of infection, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And there was a paper that was published a number of years ago where they looked at people who used nasal, well, I'll say douching because that's what it is, yeah. but it's where they used nasal uh, irrigation douching like that. They, were, they took people that used it on a regular basis and had them stop. And within two weeks, 60% of their symptoms had gone away. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's a great take-home message. That more than half of the symptoms came about because they were doing this. All right. Now, we only have uh, less than two minutes left in the show, Nate. So give us your website for people wanting more information on the Clear and Spry Xylitol products that Just you produce. Clear.com, X-L-E-A-R.com. The name comes from Xylitol is the X, but it clears your nose. Um, and then we have, and on that, you'll find a webpage where I hope people go to learn so that they don't just take my word for it, but they can see the studies, the published studies backing up everything we say. Um, but go to clear.com um, forward slash science, um, and, it, and it goes through a whole list of the studies. There's a list of all the retailers. I mean, you can buy our products everywhere, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Target. Uh, all the Walmart. natural food I mean, stores. Uh, don't forget. All the natural food stores. Um you know, we're we're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I have a, a just right at the side of my <laughs> of my uh, folder here. I have the Spry Dental Defense System chewing gum. I I chewed a piece of the peppermint gum on the way to the studio. No aspartame, of course. Sugar free gum, hundred percent xylitol, delicious, and it actually helps your teeth. You know, it's uh, uh, no artificial anything and uh, d- delicious and a very very good addition to your oral health hygiene for the winter season. Well, I can't thank you enough. Give us your website one more time before we run out of time. It's clear.com, X-L-E-A-R.com. Thanks so much, Nate Jones. If you have any... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was just going to say, if, if anybody has any questions, email us. We'll, we'll answer the questions the best we can, or we'll find someone who can't answer it. All right, will do. Good, good advice indeed. Thanks so much. We'll look forward to hearing you from you again. All right, uh, that's it for the show. Join us again next week, same time, same station. Until then, thanking, uh, I want to thank you for joining us. And remember, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. <laughs>